This is Real Health Chats, real talk about health issues important to you and your family. I'm Dr. D. And I'm Becky, the doctor's wife. Welcome to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to Real Health Chats. This is episode 7. Today we're going to talk about vitamins and some vitamin deficiencies. The idea for this episode came from a question that we got from a listener. And here's the question. How important is taking a daily multivitamin and what are real effects of lacking in vitamins, for example, vitamin D? Those are really good questions. And we attempted to record this a couple of times and it really sounded like a boring medical school lecture. So we thought we'd try a different format today. Okay, so today we're going to do a quiz for Dr. D. He's going he's gonna to answer some questions in quiz form. I hope I've studied enough. <laughs> Me too. So we're going to start with some true-false questions. All right. Ready? Yes. Vitamins are essential in small amounts for normal metabolism. True. Did I get it right? You did. So should we expound on that any? I think you should. Okay. So vitamins are organic compounds that are essential for metabolism, but we can't make them ourselves. So we have to get them from the foods that we eat. That leads right into the next question. True or false? You can get the vitamins you need from a well-balanced diet. That's true. All right, you're two for two. Yeah, so usually in a well-balanced diet, we'll get all the vitamins that we need. Here's a question for you. True or false? Everyone should take a multivitamin supplement. That's false. If you eat a well-balanced diet, You don't need a multivitamin. Follow-up question for that. Okay. What if you feel like you're not getting a well-balanced diet? I mean, a well-balanced diet would be getting your proteins in, getting good vegetables and fruits and things like that. Uh Uh-huh. What if you feel like you're not getting all of that? Or maybe you're trying to get all that, but you're worried. So in that case, it's probably fine to take a multivitamin. It's probably not dangerous to take a multivitamin. And so in cases where people are worried that they're not getting enough, it's okay. All right. Thank you. But most people don't need it. (laughs) I'll just throw that back in there. Okay. Okay. Next question. True or false? Most diseases caused by vitamin deficiencies are preventable with a well-balanced diet. That's true. For reasons we've already talked about. There's a... uh, There's a pattern here to these questions. There is, isn't there? (laughs) Maybe we should be talking about having a well-balanced diet. Maybe that'll be another episode. (laughs) All right. Now we have a short answer question. What happens to vitamins when we take them as a supplement? Does our body absorb all of them? How does that work? Okay. This could be a very tricky question to answer. I I think the question is, does all the vitamins get absorbed or do we lose some of them or what happens to them? So in general, our body will absorb most of what's in the tablet or the liquid or whatever it is. Um, And then for certain vitamins, if it's in excess, uh, 
then our body has a good mechanism for getting rid of it if we don't need it. Which is going to the bathroom, right? Usually, yeah. <laughs> so, for example, if there's a certain number of grams of a vitamin you're supposed to have every day and you get too much, your body will just get rid of the extra. For some of them. Okay, for some of them. Does that have to do with vitamins that are either water-soluble or fat-soluble? Yes, usually that's true. So the water-soluble vitamins are like vitamin C and the B vitamins. Those are water-soluble, which means they dissolve in water. Those are a little harder to overdose on or become toxic because our body has a good mechanism of urinating the excess because they're water soluble. So they'll dissolve in our urine and we can excrete them out. Okay. So some of the fat soluble vitamins like vitamin A, vitamin E, those will build up and we don't have as efficient of a mechanism of getting rid of the excess fat soluble vitamins. Okay, well, on this quiz, I have some questions about some of the problems caused by excess vitamin use. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Here's a good question. True or false? Eating more liver will get you most of the vitamins you need. That's actually very true. Liver is packed with vitamins. So if anybody has some good liver recipes, no, you, you can don't have send to eat them liver. our way. <laughs> you can eat liver. Liver and spinach combination will get you almost everything you need. I like spinach. Yeah, spinach great. Liver, not so much. So I have a funny liver story. When I was a teenager, my mom used to cook round steak for us. Often, on occasion, I guess. And one time I went in to have dinner and I fixed my plate thinking that I was getting this round steak that's really good that my mom made. And I cut into it and took a bite and was like, mom, this meat is rotten. <laughs> this is nasty. What did you do? <laughs> and it was you're, liver. You're telling stories on your mom. <laughs> It's a funny story. So moms, parents out there, if you decide you're going to trick your kids with liver it when won't they work. <laughs> think it's the normal steak that you make for them, it will not work. Okay. So some people love liver. That is true. Liver's healthy to eat. It has lots of vitamins. We don't want to discourage that, but it's just not for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was serious. If someone has a recipe that they really love for liver... Send it our way, and I'll see if I can fool Dr. D. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> He's not holding up hope for that. Okay, next question. This okay, a, I'm ready. All right, this is another true or false question. Conditions such as Crohn's disease or celiac disease can cause problems with the absorption of vitamins. That's true. So conditions like that would be a reason a person might need to take a vitamin supplement. So you can talk to your doctor about health issues that you might have and find out if that is an indication that you should be taking a vitamin supplement. Right. 
All right, next question. True or false? Vitamin D deficiency is common. Ooh, that's a hard one. <laughs> I think that's true and false. Explain your answer, please. <laughs> I think clinically significant vitamin D deficiency is pretty rare. A lab value that's lower than normal is relatively common. So clinically significant would just mean it's low enough to cause problems. So it's fairly common to get vitamin D levels that are below normal. Why is it more common today? People are inside more. Vitamin D is made in our skin when it's exposed to sunlight. So that's one reason. As we get older, most adults don't drink as much milk as they do when they're kids. So uh, that's another common source of vitamin D is in dairy products. If we're not drinking as much milk and we're staying inside a lot, it's easy for vitamin D levels to get low. Okay. So we should pour ourselves a glass of milk and go sit outside if we're worried about vitamin D levels. Or you can take a vitamin D supplement, which might be easier. It might be. Yeah. If someone... How would someone know if they're vitamin D deficient? Usually, we just find it on a lab test. Is that something that's normally tested when you have your wellness exam or when you do like health screenings for your lipids and things like that? So it's tested relatively frequently. I don't know that it's one of the, quote, normal things to check on a routine screening. And then there are some people who might be more likely to be vitamin deficient, older adults, people who stay inside a lot, people on certain medications. Um, and so in those people, we might, if we suspect they might be vitamin deficient, then, then we would check for it. So no real symptoms? Not really. If people become really, really low on vitamin D, they can have some trouble absorbing some minerals and and be more at risk for osteoporosis, which we have talked about uh, in a previous episode. Yep. But really not a lot of symptoms with it. Routine folic acid supplements are recommended. Hmm. For some people, that's true. Which people? Pregnant people (laughs) is who it's recommended for. So otherwise, it's probably not recommended. There are certain problems that may predispose someone to poor folic acid absorption. And so they need to take folic acid. But the way your question was asked, routine folic acid, that sounds like it should be for everybody. And that would be false. Okay. Again, talk to your doctor if you're concerned about if you need folic acid. Right. And talk to your doctor if you think you might be pregnant. Definitely. (laughs) Okay, next question. A strict vegan or vegetarian diet is a risk factor for vitamin B12 deficiency. I'm pretty sure that's true. So other risk factors for vitamin B12 deficiency uh, would be bariatric surgery, like bypass surgery or sleeve surgery. Um, And those people should all be taking 
uh, supplemental vitamin B12. What makes them at higher risk? In people who have had bariatric surgery, they're missing most of their stomach. And so they have very poor absorption of vitamin B12. So why would a vegan or vegetarian diet be a risk factor for a deficiency in vitamin B12? What Are there certain foods that are missing from that diet? Uh, yes, because people who follow a vegan or a vegetarian diet don't get some of the more common sources of vitamin B12, like meat, eggs, liver. Liver. Good old liver again. <laughs> um, but it is also found in spinach and fortified cereals. Okay, so if you are a vegan or a vegetarian, you want to look for sources that have B12, like spinach, and possibly take a supplement. All right, another true-false. Age is not a risk factor for problems with vitamin absorption. False. Age is a risk factor. So as we get older... As we get older, we can develop some issues with vitamin absorption. Okay. The elderly population might be one where some supplementation is needed. Again, if we're getting a good, healthy, well-balanced diet, it's usually not. But that can also be an issue for elderly people. They may not be getting a good, healthy, well-balanced diet especially those that live alone uh, and are responsible for cooking their own meals. Lots of times they don't eat enough and they don't eat enough of the right foods. Okay, so again, if they're concerned, they can have those levels checked. With us talking about age as a risk factor of people who'd want to check and see if they needed to take supplements, I had someone ask me when I mentioned that we were doing an episode on vitamins they asked me, under what circumstances would I need to take a supplement? Okay, so there are some circumstances or some illnesses where a person might be more likely to need a supplement. So one would be poor intake, poor intake of a well-balanced diet. So again, older adults, poverty, alcoholics, and very restrictive diets like vegan, maybe some vegetarians, might be a situation where someone would need to take a vitamin supplement. There are some processes that cause abnormal losses of vitamins like hemodialysis, diseases that cause chronic diarrhea. People are going to lose more of their vitamins, so they might not get adequate intake in the foods that they eat and might need a supplement. People who have a genetic problems with metabolism and alcoholism is another cause of that where their metabolism just isn't working properly. Okay. And then for vitamin D, it would be inadequate intake or, you know, not getting enough sunshine. So our body isn't making enough vitamin D. So there's not really a whole lot of cases we can make for people to be needing to take a supplement daily. For the whole general population. For the whole general population. There's a few. There's certain circumstances. There's certain circumstances. There's certain diseases that might make it more likely. 
And those are situations where you would want to talk to your doctor and find out if you are a candidate for taking a vitamin supplement. Now, in, in most cases, taking a vitamin isn't really going to hurt anything, right? It's, it shouldn't be risky. It's probably not going to cause any harm. But it's also probably not helping anything. Most of what we've talked about sounds like we're talking about adults. What about kids? That's a really good question. No true-false questions on this one? (laughs) True or false? I should give my kids vitamins. True and false? (laughs) Okay, so again, just like adults, there are certain situations where uh, an adult would need a vitamin supplementation. There are some situations where children need it too. So in breastfed babies, they need an iron supplement. They also might need a vitamin D supplement, and some children need a fluoride supplement, depending on how much fluoride is in the water where they live. And that's it, then? It really is. Pretty simple, huh? (laughs) That is pretty simple. But you said that's mostly breastfed Mm -hmm. babies, so other children, toddlers, elementary school-age kids. once children start eating regular food, those have enough of the vitamins they need if they're getting a healthy, balanced diet. Then it's up to the parents to make sure their kids are getting a well-balanced diet. Yeah, they should be talking to their pediatrician about when to introduce foods, what foods to introduce, and if they're getting adequate uh, vitamin intake with the foods that they're eating. And that's all the way up through... Their elementary years. Yes. All of that. Okay. Sometimes that's really hard when all they want is chicken nuggets and fries. (laughs) That's true. One more true or false question. Okay. You should always talk to your doctor about any supplement, vitamins, herbs, botanicals, Any supplement that you're taking for your health, you should talk to your doctor about. True or false? That's true because it's important to know if there might be some potential interactions with other medications that you take or medical problems that a person might have that might be problematic with those supplements. All right. So definitely talk to your doctor if you're taking any sort of supplement. So they know what's going on with you. Yes, that would be information your doctor would want to have. I think that's the end of the test. All right. Did I pass? Yes, you did. And I hope that this information has been valuable to our listeners. Yeah, this can be a really confusing topic, even for physicians, to know what kind of advice to give people for their specific situation. So it is important to talk to your doctor. It's important to let them know what you're taking. If you want to start taking something, you might ask them first if they think it's okay uh, in combination with whatever medical problem or medication that you're taking. Okay, that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or comments about anything we talked about today, you can go to realhealthchats.com and send us a message. 
Find us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. What was discussed today is for information only and is not meant to replace or override advice from your physician.